Would you like predictable income secured by real estate? HBG Capital offers you the opportunity to invest in real estate that is built to be transparent for the investor while designed to be insulated against economic volatility. We provide investors an effortless way to diversify beyond traditional investment opportunities like stocks and bonds and even popular real estate. Our syndication and lending opportunities offer a high rate of return and are 100% passive, delivering truly effortless income. Many other investments offer passive income in the 4 to 6% range. Our opportunities have delivered fixed rates of return in the double digits since inception. Retirement accounts such as self-directed IRAs and self-directed Roth IRAs also qualify for this investment. So, if you are looking for an effortless investment with double-digit returns, then visit our website, www.hbgcapital.net. Learn more today at hbgcapital.net. Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to go over whether or not your sales meetings are effective. And if you don't feel like they are, how you can make your sales meetings effective. Let's jump in. So I'm going to go over our format, what we use. This definitely is not a copy and paste all, but hopefully it gives you some ideas that you can take and apply to your business. So let's jump in. Here's how everything is broken down. Uh, we first go over the agenda. Previous week download. So we have some action items every single week. We, we leave each meeting with each team member signing off on what they're about to do for the week, including the sales manager. That's a great way to end a meeting going around tables and each person explaining what they're going to do for the week and report back next week. So we do a download on what everybody said that they would accomplish last week and whether or not each person actually did it. Next, we'll go over the quarterly, monthly, and weekly sales. This is pretty straightforward. It's what you've got to hit to make sure that you're going to hit your annual goals for the year. So we'll break that down. We'll look at how short we are. And if we are short on the the quarterly goal, what the battle plan is to catch it up and get it back to where it should be. Next is we'll go over the key performance indicators. So every role in the organization should have key performance indicators that the staff tracks so that you're able to measure the performance. If you can't measure it, you can't grow it. And if you can't measure it, you can't fire it. So you've got to have some kind of accountability to the process of hitting the goal. Luckily, sales is very easy. It's your funnel. How many calls did the rep make per week compared to the goal that they set? How many contacts did they actually uh, make contact with versus the goal that they set, that key performance indicator that they set? You know, How many new contracts did they get? Uh, how many referrals uh, did they generate? Uh, did they uh, grow an existing client's uh, average spend? Sitting down and looking at how your business is set up can help you determine what key performance indicators you need your sales team to have. 
It might be something where you've got like a cold calling team where you might not have any kind of cold calling team. It's just incoming calls and your your KPI might be the percentage of live answered calls. So you might want to be at like 95% live answered calls where you only miss about 5% of them. And if you see that we're missing like one out of every five calls and it's 80%, well, you've got a problem there. You know what to do. You might have repeat customers that you want to measure. So measuring what is the average spend for customer and can we grow that per year? So sit down and iron out what your funnel should look like and what are the items that you should be measuring that tell you whether or not your sales team is having success or not. After we go over the key performance indicators, we then go over an account list. You should have all of your target customers prioritized. Not all customers are created equal. Some are a pain. Some are buying more than others. Some have you know, contracts. Others are allowed to do whatever they want. So have your accounts prioritized. I can tell you that we, we definitely spend some time, more time going after uh, certain targets than we do others because there's just lower hanging fruit there. You know, referrals are great. I love referrals because they're so easy to close. So we make sure that those are at the top of the list. Next, after we've reviewed all these items, we go over the action items for the week. So each person commits to, hey, this is what I plan to accomplish this week. When we meet next week, I'm going to give you a report on whether or not I did the things that I said that I was going to do. This creates accountability in your organization. This creates traction. You need accountability because without accountability, you're really not going to be anywhere. There's no pressure to get the job done. There's no reward for getting it done. So this this download, this I'm going to do this this week, that creates that accountability. And then you don't have to do this every single time, but it is important to do trainings and role play. Back when I was doing door-to-door sales in college in my summers, selling ADT home protection systems door-to-door, uh, almost every week we'd have some kind of training. It was every other week where we'd get up in front of everybody and we would role play. Someone would be the customer and that customer would, would give an objection that everybody got a lot. And we would role play on how to overcome that objection. And it was great training because repetition is the mother to all learning. You've got to practice something over and over and over again until it becomes second nature uh, for it to really be ingrained in your sales process. So having some kind of trainings and, and role playings throughout the different stages of the sales process is going to make your team much better and needs to be incorporated in your sales meeting, at least periodically. Uh, the next thing that you want to do periodically is one-on-ones where you listen to the sales call and rate the performance or you do a ride along and you rate the performance. Hopefully you've got a sales process that is outlined. Again, if you can't measure it, if you can't systemize it, you can't grow it. So we have like a checklist where, you know, you want to check all the boxes or at least most of them, right? There's no perfect such thing as a perfect sales call. It's hard to get everything right, but at least have a sales process that your team can follow uh, that helps them through uh, the questions like, you know, we've got a one part of the sales process is the needs assessment, right? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So really understanding what their needs are is important before you can actually start selling them on what you have. So there's a list of questions we have that are designed to, um, I'd say, like, get really uncover what the true needs are 
you know, I'll, I'll, um, and I'll give you an example here. We, we've got one question where we might ask, you know, hey, why are you selling the land? And they'll be like, oh, you know, where I want to, I want to go to California to be closer with my grandkids. Oh, cool, California's great. Why do you want to be closer with the grandkids? Oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm getting kind of old, and I'm just, I'm thinking it's a, it's a good idea to be, be closer with family. Tell me more about that. You know, what, why do you feel like it's a good idea to be closer to family so that I can help you here? Well, if I'm being honest with you, I've I've got terminal cancer. I only have two years to live, and I really want to be next to my kids. Bingo, boom! You've just uncovered the true need by asking why four times on why that they were wanting to sell their land. And when you get to the the true need, then you can start using that later on in the sales process during your value proposition and and bringing up the the precious time that they've got left to spend with family and how you can make that a reality and make that possible. So very important to do the one-on-ones, listen to the sales calls, rate the performance, and do right along so that you're better. This is how we run effective sales teams. If you got value from this, share this episode with your friends and family, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you next time.